0: title of the message today is why is worship so important? Why is worship so important? And I was watching as we were worshiping. I just, it just blesses my heart to see you all singing and lifting your hands and worshiping the Lord. And I I, I don't know why, but I noticed it especially today and you guys were in it and it's just so awesome to, to see that. And but we're going to talk about why, why we do that, why it's so important. And more specifically, why it's so important for the believer to have the active practice of worship. I want to start out with a little something funny. This is an actual story. This really happened. I know this firsthand. But when I was a children's pastor, before, I was a. See, it's been 15 years. We've been senior. I've been senior pastor, but I was a, a children's pastor 10 years before that. For about 10 years, one of our worship leaders who was leading corporate worship, came to me and said, you got to hear this. He said, you got to hear this story. This is so cute and so awesome. But but he said, while the kids were worshiping today, one of them came to me after the the service and said, so-and-so, can you tell me, I'm having trouble with understanding what the words were that we were singing. And the song happened to be, we bring the sacrifice of praise into, remember that old song? We bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord." He goes, "I just don't know if I understand the words correctly." And he said, "Well, what do you think the words are saying?" And he said, "We bring the sacks of rice on trays into the <laughs> Is it, Have you ever gotten the words wrong, and we bring the sacks of rice on trays?" Into, he's, he's trying to put that together. How does that work when we worship? How do I'm not seeing any trays and I'm not seeing any sacks of rice. Anyways, I love that story. I just love that. John 4:23 Jesus said the hour is coming and now is when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth, for the Father is seeking such to worship him. God the Father is seeking people to worship in spirit and in truth as you study the scriptures and you begin to find out when you're studying the the subject of worship that there is a difference between praise and worship although they are closely linked together it has been said that praise is about god speaking good things about god and worship is to God worshipping to God praising God is about opening up we did that today worship is about entering in isn't it praise is about declaring God is good right worship is about humbly bowing and surrendering your heart to him praise in the bible has many expressions if you look at the word praise in the bible there's about Oh, nine or ten Hebrew words behind that one word, praise. There's things, one word in the Hebrew means singing. Another means lifting our hands, clapping, shouting, declaring, even dancing, using instruments to make music in praise to God. Kneeling is another word, and there's other expressions as well. Worship, on the other hand, literally means in the original language, it means to bow down. Psalm 95, verse 6 Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. Worship is about giving your heart to God, it means to place God at the highest place of your heart and life and the english word worship actually means that it's where we get is actually originally was worthship worthship and it's describing the highest worth in your heart over anything else over any other god god the father god the son god the holy spirit gives gets the highest place of worth in your heart and we do that when we worship God, it means God is number one in your heart and there is no competing gods in your life. Remember, God said in the Ten Commandments to have no other gods before me, he says. Don't worship them. Don't bow down to them. He says, I want to be number one in your life. Worship is an, is an interaction with God, whereas praise is something that we are declaring about or to God. Worship is not only giving that worship to God, but it's also receiving. It's an interaction at the same time. Worship, in worship, God pours out his love and his blessings upon our life. Praise can be used for God, but praise can, you can praise your kids for doing, hey, that, you did an outstanding job. So praise can be used relationally, not only with God, but with other people. The difference with worship, though, is that it is just for him. It is just for God. Because if we start worshiping anything else, then there is an interference. There is a competition, and God is a jealous God. And he says, uh-uh, uh no, 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 no. We don't go there. We don't go there. So now that we've established the difference between praise and worship. Everybody still with me now? Okay, there's five, there's about three people, five people. Everybody still with me now? Amen. Amen. Okay, good. Let's go back to the question at the beginning, why is worship so important? And more specifically, why is worship so important in the life of the believer? Well, I've got about 10 reasons I could think of, and I think there's probably more than this, but let's go through these real quick. Worship is important because number one, it establishes God as the Lord of your heart. He's at the center. He is Lord. He is first. He is number one. And when you worship him, you are putting him in that place in your heart. Psalm 8610, for you are great and you do wondrous things. You alone are God. Worship puts you in tune with how awesome God is. Have you noticed that when you worship him and you focus on him, you begin to realize how awesome he is, and he is the Lord of your life. So worship establishes God as the, the king of kings and the Lord of lords of your heart. Number two, worship is so important because it takes you from pride and arrogance to humility before Almighty God. James 4.10 says, Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he will lift you up. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he will lift you up. Kind of the picture that we get in Scripture when you read through the Bible and you look at the words of Jesus is you humble yourself before God. If you don't, then you will be humbled, and you don't want that. And we, it, it becomes a thing of pride and arrogance, and where we're not listening and we're not humbling ourselves regularly because we really need to. We're not putting ourselves in that place spiritually, then it ends up being a real mess later on and it really does. And and God has to fix that and sometimes it's not too pretty. Sometimes it's not yeah. Oh, that's a oh, that's a mess. That oh. Anyways. So worship when you're coming before the Lord is total dependence on God it's about giving thanks to God that will keep you giving thanks to God will keep you in that place of humility God I thank you Lord I thank you that you are so good I thank you that you've provided for me it keeps you in that place of humility if you want wisdom for your life humble yourself and worship God if you want to live independently from God and have no wisdom then don't worship God and don't humble yourself before him or give him thanks I think that's why Our country is in such a mess right now because we are living independently from God in arrogance, thinking that we're going to get away with this somehow and living foolishly and making very, very unwise decisions. God is God and you and I are not. So worship takes you to a place of humility. Number three, worship is important because it brings you to a place of full humility surrender. Full surrender. Romans 12.1 Therefore I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. That means lay down your body, lay down your life before the Lord, a holy sacrifice acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. Spiritual service of worship. Surrender in worship, That's what happens naturally when you worship. You are surrendering and you're laying down your will and you're receiving God's perfect will for your life. That's what this verse is saying. You can surrender sometimes by a physical expression of bowing down or physically surrender. A hands lifted high is another point of full surrender. Some people have heard me say this in the room, and I apologize if you've heard this 10,000 times, but I had the cops show up one time when we were lifting up our hands. We were, I was working at a Christian bookstore. There's three of us praying through the store after after hours, a pastor and myself, and the I was the assistant manager and the manager, and if you can picture a, a storefront, glass storefront, you know, like this here, and there's a bookstore, Christian bookstore, and it's on one of the main roads, Baldwin Avenue in Arcadia. And three guys are walking single file up and down the aisles with their hands up. And and you know, you can just put two and two together, but a lady drove by and she said, oh my goodness, they're being held up. So she called the police. I am not exaggerating. She called the police and I was over by the, the card rack by the parking lot with the pastor He said, did you hear something? And I said, no. He goes, why don't you check around the corner and look at the front door? And I checked around the corner. I looked at the front door, glass door, and there was a cop with a drawn gun. And behind him, red and and, and blue lights all throughout the parking lot. The parking lot was loaded with cops and helicopter and everything, yes. So I stepped back, and I said, yeah, I think something's going on out there. So I waved again. We're okay, we're okay. And uh, he said, I want to see your key, which was very wise on his part because somebody could have had a gun pointed to us saying, we're, say you're fine, say you're fine. So uh, he, we got keys, and then he said, I want to see you use them, okay. He goes, and can we do a walkthrough? And I, we said, please, come through. So they did, they did the walkthrough. And then we gave them some gospel tracks from the Christian bookstore. It's, it's amazing. When you follow Jesus and you follow the Lord, it's amazing what will happen in your life. It's an adventure. It really is an adventure. All right. So worship brings full surrender. Number four, worship is important because it dethrones all other gods. It dethrones the enemy. It, it, it breaks addictions, idols, and anything else competing for God in your heart worship scatters the enemy we know this a great example is king jehoshaphat was surrounded by many enemy nations he was terrified and he called out to the lord they fasted and prayed and they worshiped god and god answered him back with instructions all of a sudden somebody just started prophesying they were fasting and praying we need help god we need help somebody started prophesying and the answer came with instructions second chronicles 20 21 the king appointed singers To walk ahead of the army, singing to the Lord and praising him for his holy splendor. This is what they sang. Give thanks to the Lord. His faithful love endures forever. And at that moment, at that moment, they began to sing and give praise. The Lord caused the armies the, of the enemy nations to start fighting among themselves. They destroyed themselves right in front of the army of Israel. God will scatter your enemies for you when you begin to worship and praise him. Amen? Amen. At midnight, Acts 16, 25 through 26, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, to God, and the other prisoners were listening. Suddenly there was a massive earthquake. This is some powerful worship service right here. And the prison was shaken to its foundations. All the doors immediately flew open, and the chains of every prisoner fell off. That's what happens when you worship and praise Almighty God. Amen? Amen. Amen. Worship breaks the chains of bondage in your life. So worship dethrones and scatters the enemy. And then number five, worship is important because it ushers in God's presence. It ushers in God's presence. We need more of God's presence, don't we? Second Chronicles 7, 1 through 3, when Solomon finished praying, fire flashed down from heaven and burnt up the burnt offerings and sacrifices, and the glorious presence of the Lord filled the temple. The priest could not enter the temple because the Lord, because the because the glorious presence of the Lord filled it, and it was so strong. When all the people of Israel saw the fire coming down and the glorious presence of the Lord filling the temple, they fell face down on the ground and worshiped and praised the Lord, saying, He is good, He is faithful, and His love endures forever. Worship and praise ushers in the presence of God, and we need more and more and more of God's presence in these days. Number six, worship is important because it invites God's rulership and kingdom into your life, into your home, into your workplace, into your church. Have you noticed that you could be driving down the street and then all of a sudden you go into an area and all of a sudden it feels dark? It feels spiritually dark. What is up with that? And then two minutes later, you go through another area and wow, it feels free. It feels better here. What is going on? What is going on? Well, there is spiritual darkness over certain areas. And the reason for that is because somewhere, somebody in probably most likely in group fashion was sinning and that sinning brought in demonic presence and it's a sort of worship to idols and demons and which brought in darkness and that it it grew because more people got enticed by it and and then you've probably maybe even been in in areas like that or seen or been in part of, part of the the unholy thing and then there's spiritual bondage in that area and then you come into a church and people are worshiping praising the one true god and you feel his presence you feel the light of Jesus Christ you feel his joy and his love in the place why is that it's because of god's Presence And his kingdom rule and reign. Remember Matthew 6, 9 through 10. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, Jesus said. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Well, what Jesus is saying there is the king's dome, the domain of his rule. Come down where you are in your home, in your church, in your work. And let his domain of rulership come down. Because why? Because I'm inviting your presence, Lord. I'm inviting your rulership in my heart, in my life. I'm inviting your rulership and reign in this place. Amen? Amen. Amen. I have a story related to that, but it's also related to the next point. So I'm going to go ahead and give you the next point. Worship is important, number seven, because it creates an atmosphere for evangelism. It creates an atmosphere for evangelism. Back when I was a children's pastor, uh, this, these parents were so smart. They were training their child in the ways of the Lord, and they came from a community from India, full-on, solid believers, and they wanted to give their, their son a kind of a coming-of-age birthday. I think he was 10, maybe 12 and me being his pastor, they wanted me to come and speak at his birthday. It was like a coming of age birthday. And they used the church, and this place fit to uh, this one particular building fit about hundred hundred I'd say there's about hundred and fifty people in that came to this birthday party, okay? And they asked me to speak because they knew that people that they were associated with, family members and people in their in the their community of people from India, would be there who never had received Jesus in their life. And they wanted me to give, specifically, they asked, for a salvation message. And I said, you got it. I'm all about that. So before the event, what did I do? I started driving around the block, and I began to worship the Lord and praise the Lord and invite the kingdom of God to come over that place, God's presence. And you know what? I didn't stop praying until I felt his presence come down. I kept going, kept going, kept going. God, we, I need you. I need your help. I need I'm not going to do this without you, Lord. And I know you want those souls to be saved. And so we, I prayed and prayed and prayed, prayed and prayed and prayed, and then I felt the presence of God come down. Oh, hallelujah. And then my message was about 10 minutes. But here's the point. When those people, those precious people, walked through the door, they weren't just walking through the door of a building. They were walking into the kingdom, rule, and reign of Jesus Christ and didn't even know it, but they felt something different because they were in a place of Jesus' domain. Oh, the church needs this today. The church needs this today. They walked in. Whoa, something's different in this place. I gave the message, and I said, everyone close your eyes. Who would like to receive Jesus in this place? And about 10 to 15 people, some kids, but the one that blessed me the most was seeing the people fully decked out in their attire from India, adults, lifting their hands, saying, I want whatever's going on in this place. I want Jesus because he's here, and I want him in my life. That's the for real that we need, right? That's the for real that we need. We need the spiritual reign. I heard a pastor once say about worship that when we worship God as a church, as individuals, it's like worship is like evaporation, a, an invisible mist of, of worship and praise and prayer is going up and it's forming clouds in this spiritual sky and those clouds begin to fill up and then all of a sudden there's a downpour of rain of spiritual rain and we live in a dry and thirsty land in the United States of America right now we need the church worshiping and praising and praising God And we need those clouds to fill up again. And we need that spiritual rain to start falling again in the United States of America. Amen. Amen. And worship will take us there. Amen. Acts 2.4, they were all filled with the Holy Spirit when they gathered together. In Acts 2.41, the result of that was on that day about 3,000 souls were added to them. The Holy Spirit fell. And then people were getting saved. Worship opens the door for evangelism. Number eight, worship is important because you are becoming like the God that you worship. You are becoming like the God that you worship. He is holy. That means he is whole. He is set apart. God is love. And when you worship him, you are becoming whole, a whole person, a complete person. And you are getting healed, and he's pouring out his love into your heart, and he's setting you apart for a purpose. When you worship other gods, other things, you are becoming like them, incomplete, empty, angry, and anything else that's opposite from the character and the nature of God, right? The Bible says, oh, worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, Psalm 96 9 Worship makes you a more beautiful person. Wow, you are beautiful. What what have you been doing? You've been worshiping the Lord because you're worshiping him in the beauty of holiness. When you enter into his presence, it's a beautiful place and he is radiating and shining into your life and making you a, a beautiful, loving, great person to be around. <laughs> If you're not worshiping and praising, you're becoming a grumpy pants. And you are becoming awful and horrible and mean and somebody everyone's trying to get away from, right? Worship the Lord and you'll become a beautiful person. Amen. Number nine, worship is important because it brings you closer with other believers, with other believers. Worship is not just to be done alone alone is great alone is wonderful but there's something that god some kind of blessing that god has put on being together it's throughout all scripture that when we worship with others the presence of god i mentioned the solomon passage the and the acts passage that the presence of god falls in a unique way psalm 95 verse 6 "O come let us let us i emphasized us Let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. We are the family of God, and he tells us to come together. Matthew 18, 20 says, where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. Jesus is here right now because you and I are gathered together together. In his name, hi Jesus, we love you, we love you, Lord, we love you, Lord. Gathered together, when people are gathered together, gathered together, let me say it again, gathered together, let's say it together, gathered together. We need to do that every Sunday. You're here, gathered together, and you're doing it, and that's awesome. Worship also gathers people from all nations nationalities male and female young and old to worship the lord look at revelation 7 verse 9 after these things i looked and behold a great multitude which no one could number of all nations tr- of all nations tribes peoples can you get this picture tongues standing before the throne and before the lamb clothed with white robes, with palm branches in their hands. We're going to be in that group someday, folks, waving those palm branches, go! oh, my goodness, we're, we're here. We're here. This is happening. Oh, I can't wait to get there. I can't wait to get there. Woo! As far as you can see, people as far as you can from every tribe and every nation, worshiping the Lord. Wow, we're here. Wow, here we are. Waving palm branches in their hands and crying out with a loud voice saying salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the lamb. All the angels stood around the throne and the elders of the and the four living creatures and they fell on their faces before the throne and worshipped God saying amen blessing and glory and wisdom thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever that's worship right there. Now, if you want a good picture of worship, read Revelation. Read Revelation 4. Read Revelation chapter 5, and you'll see worship before the throne. Worship brings us closer together. And then the final one, and this may be one of the most important one out of all of them, is worship is important because it is where God interacts with you. He's giving you his love. He's affirming who you are. He speaks to you in worship. How many times have we been worshiping the Lord and he'll, you, you receive something from him that you didn't have before? And it may be something that blesses your life. It may, be, it may be something that you weren't even thinking about in your line of work, and he blessed you with it, and you go, oh my goodness, that's the next step. Or, oh, that totally makes sense. Or you receive a vision. And it's from the Lord, and you know it's from the Lord, and you begin to walk with it. And you know it's from the Lord when you receive it, and you can't get any credit for it because <laughs> it's all from him. And you say, yeah, that, was, that wasn't me, that was God. Uh, yeah, yeah, praise the Lord. And you have to say it because it was, had, you had nothing to do with it. Amen. Amen. He deposits into you blessings, joy, his presence. He causes you to grow spiritually when you worship. I think that's one of the reasons why it says a sacrifice of praise, because you have to get through things when you worship and you praise God, don't you? When you come to the worship service, sometimes you had to get through a whole lot just to get here, right? You know, the enemy tries to stir things up, arguments or whatever, or something fails, you know, before you, right before you come. There's things to overcome, but we make it a priority, We say, no, not today, Satan, not today. Uh, I'm going to church, and I don't care what's happening. We're going. We're going because I need to interact with God in worship, and I need to be with other believers. I need to be encouraged. And so the enemy is crushed under my feet. Let's go. Let's get in the car. Let's do this. Right? Amen. You got to have that resolve in you. Ain't nothing going to take me down. We're going. We're going. We're going. We're going. Get in the car. Be quiet, get in the car, go, 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 (laughs) go. It causes you to grow spiritually. It is, when you worship, it is completing you. God's designed for you. It's completing you, filling you, giving you every good thing. And as I mentioned earlier, keeping you in that place of humility. We often think about worship as something that we are bringing to the Lord, I'm, I'm coming to bring my tithes and offerings. I'm coming to bring my worship and praise. I'm coming to bring this to you, Lord. but God has no selfish thing in him. You know, some, I think sometimes people think that, well, God just needs this. He needs his built up. That's why He's asking people to, to worship Him, it has nothing to do with that. You know the character of God is that He's always giving. He is love he has no selfish thing in him. So when you're worshiping and praising him, he is automatically depositing things and giving things to you in that moment. God wants to bring something to you when you worship every time, every time. He wants to take things off of your shoulders. He wants to break the power of the enemy over your life. He wants to set you free. He wants to bless you. He wants to bless your finances. He wants to bless your schoolwork, your job. When we worship, he starts depositing. He starts giving to you. Amen? So there's 10 things for you to walk with, run with, think about. Amen, amen. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for what you have given to us in worship. We know why to worship because your word tells us why. And there's so many factors in that. But God, we lift up. Would you just lift up your hands and just worship the Lord with your voice? Let's, let's act on what we've been talking about. Lord, we worship you. With the breath that you've given us, we give you back worship and praise. We love you, Lord. We worship you. Break the power of the enemy off of us. And thank you, Lord, that we can enter in boldly before the throne of grace and find mercy and help in time of need. We worship you, God. We praise you. Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was, who is, and who is to come. Great are you, Lord. Awesome are you, Lord. We worship you. We join with heaven, and we declare praise and worship in Jesus' name. Everyone said, amen. Amen. Amen.